The reigning Premier Tour and Dalmore sit in second place with only one loss at the halfway point of the season. And they are looking good. There's a new kid on the block, of course, on top in Inverloch Kongwak. But we're very, very happy to be joined by the Premiership coach of Tour and Dalmore, Lucky Gillespie. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Lockie, it's um, real tight at the top at the moment. So the, that top four, Inverloch, Kongwak, Tiridon, Delmore, Phillip Island and Coralina, the four, they're probably just a little bit ahead of the others from the outside looking in. You didn't lose your first game until round, uh, what was it, 16 last year? And you are now, you've got that out of the way and that was Phillip Island again. <laughs> How's the season tracking you? Uh, good. It's uh, it's actually been a um, yeah really interesting. You're always learning, um, you know, as as a club and as a coach. It's uh, coming back. We hadn't won a premiership for for 25 years, so obviously I hadn't been involved with that as a coach. And um, yeah, just different different. I guess it's a different set of circumstances. So coming into this year, um, obviously you've already you, you had you know had that success. So that's not necessarily the the aim. Um, so then, yeah, that changes, uh, personnel changes. Uh, we've had people, um, you know, injured or away or, or starting a bit later. And, yeah, so it's sort of just been a different year. And I've actually enjoyed it a lot. Um, we've, we've put a lot of th- uh, players around. I think we've had about 32 players through our list, which is already more than what we had for the whole season last year. So, uh, yeah, giving lots of different people an opportunity, um, new faces, but as a coaching group, all of our coaches, we really have to work hard um, and keep learning because, yeah, you think that you might be able to carry on from last year, but that just doesn't work. You've got to then sort of reset things and certain players play in different positions and game plan has to be tilted a little bit to, you know, to, to suit those players. So, yeah, it's just been a really big learning process, but, yeah, really enjoyable. So you say the first uh, premiership in 25 years. As a coaching group, are you guys mindful over the summer and coming in early in the season of what they call the premiership hangover? We've seen it with Geelong and a lot of clubs throughout the country, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it, it sort of hasn't happened with you guys. You're 7-1, and one, but were you mindful over the summer of that? Uh, we were. Um, uh, it's it's a tough one. I mean, it's it's always hard to try to um, you know, I guess go back to back, and and not not a lot of clubs get to do that. It's obviously something that we've spoken about that we want to do that, but you know, talk and and uh, and then actions are two different things. So we've also sort of tried to be reasonably relaxed about that. Um, I think you know, going in uh, to to last year. We were sort of obviously really aiming for a, for a flag, but at the same time, I think that wasn't going to dictate whether we had success or not. It was about our club as a whole, um, you know, and, and are we a strong club? Have we created good culture? Are we creating good pathways for our kids and our players to get better? Um, are our coaches getting better? Uh, things like that that were that was sort of generally, I guess, you know, when we actually took a step back from the actual game to game, you know, week to week, it was, uh, yeah, is that successful? So... We're just trying to, I guess, stick to that as well. I mean, it's so hard to win a, a premiership, um, as we found out. So uh, it took 25 years. But I think in the end, that's what this year's about. It's like, all right, how do we keep creating our own momentum? And it may not necessarily end with a, a premiership. And, and uh, you know, that can't always just be the, the only you know, uh, point of success. So I guess for us, it's about, yeah, what are the little little wins along the, the way that we can then 
I guess, achieve. And then hopefully at the end of the day, we're in a position where we, we can try and uh, try and get another one. So that side that you beat in last year's uh, premiership was Phillip Island. And uh, the rivalry, I want to ask you about this, the rivalry that's built over a bit of time now, a few years, but uh, in just the last 12 months, you've actually played each other five times and it's quite interesting that there is a real rivalry there you beat them in the grand final by 46 points uh, round nine of last year uh, you won that by 74 points over Phillip Island you didn't lose your first game to 20 points in round 16 to Phillip Island this year you've already played and they've beaten you by 44 points this rivalry is a rivalry but it's never close <laughs> No, no, it's not. Um, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those ones that the, the boys, I think, I, look, I can't speak for Philip Bond, but I feel like it's one of those ones that we really make sure that we work hard to get up for that. And I think, unfortunately, and I don't know why, I think when when uh, you you almost say, well, look, we've, we've beaten this side, we, you know, like for us, you know, we've won the grand final and, and I, I honestly, you know, from a coach's perspective, would never say that, but whether the players go in thinking, yeah, no, nah, we've got these guys covered, and I know Philip Island is so competitive and they've just got in their DNA that they are just fighters. They want to always win. Uh, you take them lightly at any point, uh, they will make you hurt. And I think that's what happens when, when Philip Island get on top. It's so hard to, to uh, you know, to break. So I think maybe that's where the score lines come into it as well. That, uh, yeah, once, once you're sort of in that mode, it's very hard to stop. Uh, and maybe for both teams as well. Once once they're on top, it's, it's hard to, to break. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, well, seeing we lost that first one, hopefully we can we can turn the tables at uh, at their home deck later in the year. And numbers can be deceiving too, because you, you you go back to that round three game this year that you did lose by forty four points. In the second half, you've only lost that by five points. It was the second quarter where they've polled on seven yep. six to one three. So it was twenty five minutes of football, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. And and look, yeah, you're right. Look, numbers, are, it's a funny thing. You know, we look at a lot of stats and, and you know, a little vision and all those bits and pieces. But ultimately, look, we weren't playing great footy. We still, even though we've been winning games, we've probably, you know, I think, as I said, a lot of new faces. Um, we're still trying to, to find our best footy and what does that look like and, and players finding their roles. And um, I, I think we went into that game. And, and to be honest with you, um, yeah, we, we were, we were uh, every chance of that... Uh, Basically, uh, yeah, not not going out the way we wanted to. So definitely, um, Philip Island were really on. Um, that twenty five minutes was enough for them to uh, to be able to really take control. So yeah, but having said that, they were much better, and we just went playing uh, great footy, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll we'll build into the season. And some of your personnel, I'd like to touch on uh, the new midfielder that you got in there earlier in the year. He's played eight games, kicked eight goals from the midfield, six times in the best. Hayden Batoli-Simmons, I've seen him a couple of times this year against Coraline and Phillip Island. Yep. Looks a really good type. Uh, he's a great player. Um, you know, a guy with uh, with VFL experience, um, but it's his, it's his work rate and um, his ability to, I, th- I guess, bring others in. He he works harder than anyone on the ground. Um, he he's, he's a really great guy off the field, really relaxed, funny guy. Um, and yeah, he sort of definitely brought a little bit uh, of a different sort of 
angle to our midfield, I, I suppose. We're probably a, a sort of a heavier, stronger set um, midfield in general. So to be able to have him in there, he's, he's quite quick. Wins his own footing on the inside, but can can move quickly on the outside. So he's been, yeah, really, really great. Uh, particularly seeing we, we sort of lost Blake uh, earlier in the season when he went overseas. Uh, Blake Rule, that's, mm. uh, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been nice to have him there. Another one is one of the younger ones, Cooper Ship. Now, Again, I've seen him a couple of times this year and he's played the full eight games. His last three weeks yep. have been very, very good. And the both games that I've yep. seen, he was he was excellent off that half-back area. Is he a potential yep. future midfielder? Oh, look, he could be. We brought him in uh, very when he was very young, actually, and, and you know, a, a sort of as a ruckman, to be honest. He had a point and he was probably a little bit light and we... Um, um, unfortunately, probably did that through necessity and, and possibly um, maybe maybe hurting hurt his uh, you know him moving forward. So what we did was put him and settle him in the back line, um, and he was fantastic. His ability to read the play and his hands. He he's such a competitor, so quiet, never says a, a word, just goes and does his job, and, and is always happy to help his teammates. So he look he'd be able to move up without a doubt. That's just whether we can cover him because he's such a great player now. Um, on his team of the year last year, he's just growing and getting better and better and better. So yeah, look honestly, he could. I reckon he could play. Uh, he could probably play ruck at some point. He could play in the midfield or on a wing, uh, and he definitely could go forward with his marking ability. So uh, yeah, definitely uh, the opportunity. We just got to uh, we got to fill fill the gap then. So I've got to find some. Speaking of ruckman, uh, the grand final best on ground last year, Piverite. Uh, I seen in that that first game against Coralin where they looked like they might have had your measure at half time and enter Piver right into that third quarter where he turned the game and I see that he was very dominant again on the week against Garfield. Yeah, just a great player. Um, he, look, he's a bit of a heart and soul player for the club. He, he um, he's such a lovely guy. Everyone respects what he uh, when he when he says something, even though sometimes he says stuff that we uh, wish he didn't, because <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he's uh, he talks a bit of rubbish sometimes. But uh, he uh, he's fantastic. He can just change a game. He's one of those sort of players. Beautiful hands, can kick at sixty. Um, you know, a dominant player inside as well. Like for his for his size, his ability to be uh, his agility and his his power in that sort of ten to fifteen meter uh, region, he's, he's he's incredible. He's he's basically a big ruck rover. Uh, so yeah, he he can turn it on. Uh, he can also um, yeah disappear for a little bit, which is good. He goes for his little sleeps during during the game, <laughs> which is always nice. But uh, the thing is, he's just that X factor, and I, I think everyone has to respect him. And um, yeah, he, he's lovely. I'm, I'm very, very glad that we've got him on our team. That's for sure. Now, uh, Lockie, in this day and age of the point system and the salary cap right around country football, it's very important to have a really good connection with your junior club. And uh, from all accounts, Turretin Dalmore is one of the best ones at it. Tell us a little, little bit about that connection with your juniors. Yeah, look, we're really proud of it. Um, you know, we, we think there's still room to improve. Um, you know, we're, we're always very mindful, um, you know, from our under eights going up to our under 14s, they play on the Sunday. Um, we want to try and get that pathway through. Um, our under 14s, you know, we're still, we're still going to try and do better with that going into a Saturday footy, our senior um, comp. Um, you know, we're still losing a few players, but we're really proud that we, we do care and we want to make sure that we've got a good connection. Um, so our under eights and under tens, a couple of weeks ago, they came out with us uh, game day. They come in and, and 
you know, be part of our, our pre-game, run out on the ground, just things like that. Then they get to go in and, and, and have some something to eat. My uh, young fella, one of my young fellas is in the under eight, so he gets a free hot dog and Coke, so he's pretty wrapped. <laughs> uh, they get to meet blokes like McCaffer and, and Oxley and uh, Paver and these sort of blokes, and they're, they're their heroes, which is great. They actually like to wear the numbers of their senior players. So, um, yeah, just little things like that that, you know, we, we are proud of. We want to continue to grow that and keep getting better. I don't think we're perfect at it, but it's something that we are proud of as a young, um, I guess, a, 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 well, I should say, with our 16s and 18s, we've, we've worked really hard over the last probably six years to try and have 16s and 18s, and we know how important that is fundamentally. So, yeah, to get those kids through, and, and again, um, having players around that know that, even for the top end, we can try and get them through into TAC uh, or, or, you know, develop them even further into VFL than slash AFL, that, those sort of things. And then for the other end of it, just to be, you know, particip- you know participating in our club is really important. We don't care if you're a great player or an average player. We, you know, we just want good people. So as long as we can get you there, um, you know, we want to keep as many as we can. So, yeah, it is a high priority. And, uh, yeah, we, we love having them around. As I said, I've got two of them playing, one in the under eights and one in the under uh, 12s. Um, yeah, and I've got one in the under 16s as well. My daughter plays netball. So we are a family club. We want to – and my wife coaches degrade so yeah we want to uh yeah we love it we don't just say it we want all our kids because we're we're all invested in them now the last one before i let you go the anomaly of this draw uh, quite often in the west gippsland um because when the draw is done you don't know when you're going to see the top two but we're going to get to round 11 before we see the top two play so you probably haven't been able to have a real good look at invalok kongwak and then all of a sudden you're going to play him twice in five weeks yeah, yeah. No, it's it's awesome. It's um, it's what you want to do. You want to play the best teams and you want to test yourself to see where you're at. I think Envelope have been, um, you know, far away. I've gone and seen them, I think, two or three times throughout the, the season. Uh, I think they've been the best team in it. Um, you know, Phillip Island clearly, can, you know, got our measure so far and they've played some great footy too. Coraline are, are really sort of, um, you know, growing as well. So it's really good. We want to test ourselves against those teams. And if we are to make finals and go further, um, you have to beat them. So it's really great. It's a great experience to, um, you know, to play them. I think, I think we've got them at home, which would be nice. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, beating Inverloch at any stage on their home deck is extremely hard. It was one of our big, big goals last year um, to, to actually win at away. You know, so, uh, yeah, to be able to do that, it's going to be great. So, look, we can't wait. Uh yeah, I think that's two or three weeks away. We've got a few games to go. We've got Dalston and, and Bunyip, which we'd like to hopefully win. You know, well, that's the challenge is to try and get those two wins uh, with a with a Dalston that looks like they're really growing. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can go in there and uh, be, yeah, first versus second. It'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Really looking forward to your next month of footy, as you say. Dalston, Bunyip, Inverloch and Phillip Island in that next month. And we're at the halfway point this week. And I know coaches don't look any further than this week. And Dalston sitting fifth should be an absolute bottler of a game as well. Lockie, love to thank you for your time having a chat on the West Gippsland podcast. All the very best for this week and for the rest of the year, and we really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Nah, thank you very much, and uh, yeah, thanks for having us on board. I, I do appreciate it. 
Success through service. Alex Scott and staff is a major supporter of the local community across Gippsland through sporting clubs, schools and community groups. With over 130 years of experience, Alex Scott and staff has a proud reputation for integrity, honesty and service to all their clients. Whether you're selling or leasing your property or looking for livestock advice and support, you can trust Alex Scott and staff with offices right across Gippsland. Check out our website, alexscott.com.au, for your nearest office. Wow, your new house has luxury everything. Stone benches, quality flooring, colour bond roof. You must have splurged. We didn't have to. With Fairhaven Homes, luxury is built in, so all the best finishes are included. Oh, what's the catch? There isn't one. When you build a home with Fairhaven Homes, there are no hidden surprises, just quality. See for yourself at fairhavenhomes.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Visit the website for details. CDBU 48497. Uh, welcome back to the West Gippsland podcast on a Country Footy podcast. What a great chat that was with the great man Lockie Gillespie. Ten years, he's in his tenth year as senior coach with the Turretin Dalmore Football Club and got his uh, premiership last year against Phillip Island. And they're in the big one this week. They travel out to Daleston. They're sitting second, Turretin Dalmore, and they'll take on Daleston at home, who are sitting fifth. The other games in the West Gippsland competition for this weekend, Inverloch Conwax sitting on top, take the bottom place, Bunyip on at home. Currumburra Bina sitting 11th will take on Kui Rup sitting 10th. That should be a good game over at Currumburra. Nana Goon, this is a big one, this one. Nana Goon in 6th position. They will take on Kilcunderbass at home, who is sitting 7th currently. So there's two points separating those uh, two at the moment. That'll be a big one. And they don't get any bigger than this one. Phillip Island at home sitting 3rd. Take on Coraline, who is sitting fourth down in Cows. That should be an absolute ripping game. And the last game, another two sides that are sitting close together. And if they want to play finals, both have to win this week. Warrigal Industrial sitting eighth at home to Garfield sitting ninth. Going to be a great weekend of football. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks very much for Brett Tassari and Aiden Box. And, of course, the senior coach of Turret and Delmore Football and Netball Club, Lockie Gillespie. We'll see you at the footy.